Who wants, Daddy, who wants a pot of coffee? I just made coffee. You want a cup of coffee? Sure, there you go. Who wants coffee? Anybody else want coffee? Who wants coffee? And now it's time for the man with the caffeine, the new tropics for the brain. It's Coffee with Mike. Hang in, hang tight, grab your cup, and uh, let's get this started. Welcome back to Java Chat. I have the distinct pleasure of having a very good friend with us today, uh, a young lady by the name of Jessica Prunk. Hi, Jessica. Hello. Hello. Thanks for joining me on Java Chat. You do have your cup with you, correct? Of course I do, yeah. Oh, 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 look, wait, wait a minute. That's, oh, that's pretty. Can you see it? That's really nice. Is that dreamy? Is that what that says? Or dream, it says dream. Dream, yeah, it has a funny story behind it. If you're interested in hearing about it, every every cup has an interesting story. Let's hear it. So I'm a really big believer, and I don't want to go too woo woo on you, but oh, go as woo woo as you want. We all love it. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Bring it. Um, I believe that what you ask the universe for, it will give to you, and so I. Many of um, us do. <laughs> good. So I started taking baths as a way to kind of relax and and um, do self love and. Nice. Not in a dirty way. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Just give some time back to myself where I wasn't giving to anybody else. Right. Um, and so I have all these teacups and I love having tea when I'm doing my bathroom. I'll have a tea or a glass of wine or something. Nice. And um, my tea cu- my my cups say things like rise and shine and things that are like right. you know, wake right. up, you know. Yeah. Uh, for the morning. And that was exactly the opposite of what I wanted for my bath. So right. I decided I wanted to get a new cup that was something about, you know, relaxing, dreaming, something, and, and something really, that was really beautiful, that made mm-hmm. me, like, really enjoy it, mm-hmm. and that was in December, and guess what I got for Christmas before I had a chance to look for it? Really? Like, yep. literally? Like, literally, I, I had the idea that I needed to get a new cup, I thought about it, I was about to go start researching, and then I received this as a gift. That is awesome. Yes. That indeed. is completely awesome. I, <laughs> so I didn't manifest this cup, but there is a story behind this one too. I go to CES every year um, and they were giving, uh, the company called Lambda was given away. So this used to have a sticker in front. And I was like, I'm partial to the black and the fact that the cup's white on the inside. That'd be cool. I didn't, I didn't really care about the Lambda sign. So when it washed off, I was like, oh good, it's a pure black cup. I'm happy now. <laughs> Well, that was their bad because you could have been branding for them right now, and then the little label fell off. I mean, there's there's not even a sticker uh, uh, remnant on there. It was it's like yeah, it's really clean. I just thought it was a plain black cup because it came from a promotions company. It probably was a plain black cup before they put the stickers on. But these That's are hard true. to find. You can't. It's hard to find a plain black cup these days. It's always got yeah. something on it. And then of course, and that's cool has- with the white inside too. Mine has black inside. That's kind of cool, too. Yeah. I like that. I actually think that's cool, too. Blue with a black yeah. internal. Yeah. That's nice. What kind of tea are you having? Just curious. I am, yeah. So I'm sorry. I, I hope I didn't break the rules by not having coffee. I had tea. <laughs> the tea is fine. Um, I am having jasmine tea. Today. I love tea, so. 
tea is a wonderful thing. I, I, there is no judgment on that here. It's called Java chat. We normally talk over coffee, but it's me that usually has the coffee. I'm the one that's required okay. for that. Good. Anybody? I was like, maybe I'll pretend it's coffee. I'm not sure. What <laughs> <laughs> so it can be, it can be coffee. It can be tea. It can be a glass of almond milk. Um, oh, that reminds me of a bad meme. <laughs> you know why they call it almond milk, right? Oh no. Do I want to know? You're gonna die when you hear it. Okay. So nobody can say nobody can say nut juice with a straight face. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I couldn't help it. I'm sorry. That was just that's, that's the something awesome. that hit my head. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> do, do I share this or do I not? Screw it. Why not? <laughs> it's great. Actually, it's a great joke. <laughs> oh, shucks. Okay, so. Jessica, where are you located? Where are you at? I am in Simi Valley, California, so Southern California. Correct. Um, Simi's how far from, give them an idea of how far from like LA downtown. Like. Sure. So from downtown, well, in LA, we say things in terms of time, not miles. There you go. Um, <laughs> so uh, it is on a good traffic day, about 35 minutes from downtown. Uh, and that could go on a bad traffic day up to, I don't know, three hours or more. Yeah. Depending on what highway you're on <laughs> and what time of the day it is. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and if there's accidents and so forth, but it's also about, um, it's about a 20 minute drive from Malibu too. So kind of to give you an idea, Ooh, like you're right in that, way, and Malibu is kind of that way. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. So, and that 20 minute, 25 minute is fairly consistent unless there's an accident. So, and that's, that's North of LA, um, the the city LA that's north of it right correct yep okay cool um as I mentioned to you uh, my buddy Richard north and west Memphis, he's down he's further south gotcha yeah so give me a give me a snapshot what do you I mean well first off you're co you're co-founder of a cool business idea I want to talk about that for a minute because it is a cool idea and ain't Thank nobody you. it still to this day ain't nobody even trying to pull off what you're doing I know it's super exciting. I mean, I hope, hopefully this doesn't screw me over doing this thing, but I, I want to build awareness about it. And that's the important thing. You know what? <laughs> in, all, in all honesty, and, and you and I have had this conversation before, um, whatever happens, happens. And it's going to be a learning experience. If it hits, if it doesn't hit, the idea, is to, is, the idea is to put the train in motion and let it run the rails. Let's see where it goes. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. That's why I've been telling more and more people about it, even though it's not 100% developed. It's about 95% developed. That's called um, creating the buzz. That's a good thing. Yes, exactly. And people are curious about it. So I'm excited to talk about it. So, yeah. So let's, let's, let's do that. Let's, let's talk right. about the concept. First off, how did you come up with it? I mean, you, you've got a background that most people don't, don't know about. Um, presently, you're, you're a financial planner. Um, financial but, uh, advisor. Yeah. yeah, financial advisor. Thank you. Um, and and then you're you're an entrepreneur because you came up with this idea. But this idea doesn't have anything to do with financial planning. What 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 is this? Where does this come from? Yes. So it has nothing to do with finances at all. Um, <laughs> it's very different. So I um, grew up in a home where my mom was a single mom, mm -hmm. and she worked actually five jobs in order for us to live in a nice neighborhood so I could get a good education. Um, and so in doing that, um, uh, she didn't have a lot of time to cook for us and things like that. Mm -hmm. So growing up, um, there wasn't a lot, you know, my mom really, and, and frankly, even if she was home, she's, that's not her thing at all. She right. does not like cooking. <laughs> um, but I, my godfather <laughs> 
my godfather really introduced me. He would take me out to fancy restaurants and things like that. And so I really developed a love for food at a very young age. Yes, I love very food. <laughs> I love food and I love good food. And I also love junk food, but I particularly love good food. <laughs> Um, <laughs> you love food, you're going to have to love both sides as much as one may. <laughs> I may have thing. a problem with Taco Bell, but. Oh, yes. <laughs> for me. <laughs> tacos are um, life. I don't care what anybody says. I mean, those crunchy tacos, I could like throw down and munch on like five or six of those. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, <laughs> I'm with you. Um, anyhow, so, so growing up, my mom just didn't sucked at cooking and didn't like cooking. Right. I always give the example of how my mom cooks is if you take, you know, like if you go to the market and you get a pound of beef and they're in that kind of like rectangular square. Yeah. Or rectangular shape, I should say. Yeah. Um, the way that she makes patties is she um, cuts it with like the spatula into six patties. Not patties, I would say six squares. The six rectangular then, pieces and just, yes. oh boy. <laughs> And just put seasoning on top and just dumps those in the frying pan. And that is, that's how my mom cooks. But, that's but a, again. That's a real well damn. Yeah. But you know what? It's just not her thing. She's just not into it. Right? Yep. Understand. So anyhow, so growing up as a teenager on Saturdays, I would have all of the neighborhood kids over and I would do what I call Saturday Saturday. Right. And I would cook for everybody and have them all over and, you know, make all these makeshift recipes for the, all the kids in the neighborhood. That had to be fun. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. I bet. Um, and I just loved cooking. I loved cooking for people. And I loved that, that connection that was built when, when you cook for people and yep. share that with people. Yep. Um, so later in life, uh, as I got into the corporate world and I was in marketing for a lot of years, um, I was able to uh, afford to go to send myself to cooking school. So I went to cooking school and I started learning. And that's when, oh man, I mean, my eyes were like, opened up to so many possibilities. It was right. I mean, I'm getting goosebumps just talking about it because right. it's like, there's a whole new world of food, right? Even though my godfather had introduced me to a lot of good foods, that was at a very young age. So, you know, between- Well, at the same time, you didn't really get to see how it was made. You just experienced the actual flavor and, and the experience of it. But yeah. to see how it's made, completely mind shift, I would think. Totally, totally. Yep. So just completely blew my mind. Um, and I, I just love it so much. And I, so, I mean, every weekend I was practicing my recipes. So I was having friends over to practice my recipes. And, um, I just, I really fell even more in love with food, but I just, and everyone, I, and everyone was always saying, you know, you should do something, find a way to work on something you love every day. And I was like, well, I mean, you know, and I love what I do, by the way. I love helping people. I love helping them to put together a plan for their families and their future. I love that. But it's not, I'm not, like, passionate about it. Like, I, I don't get goosebumps thinking about that, right? Right. I do cry sometimes because I'm so grateful, but I don't get that same passion. I don't feel gotcha. the same way about it. Gotcha, gotcha. So anyhow, so that kept gotcha. the same way about it. Gotcha, gotcha. So anyhow, so that kept coming up throughout my life, um, you know, what how can I incorporate what I really love to do into a business? And uh, yeah, and then one day I was uh, here at my home with a friend making dinner uh -huh. and actually he was making dinner and I was like, gosh, it would be so cool to teach men how to cook like this for women. And it was, that was the beginning and then it was off and it was just figuring out how to make it happen and what the logistics were. But uh, 
being able to figure out a way to share that and be able to share that experience. So, so what has that evolved into? Because that, that, okay. So a couple of things, one, before you even get into that, um, cause while you were talking about it, sharing food to me, there's, this is a personal thing and I'm sure there's a bunch of other people who will probably agree. There's two ways to reach into the heart of another human and that's through food or through music both of which we both have a passion for. You have it in food. I have it in music, even though I like to cook too. My, my chicken skin stuff is usually when I'm sitting down listening to an emotional piece and the hair stands up. That's, I imagine that's the same feeling you get when you can live the passion of cooking a really good meal and going, there it is. Does that sound right? Yes, absolutely. And I feel the same way, by the way, about music. I agree that you're absolutely right. Yeah, there's, there's, this, there's this creative thing that really reaches in to people's hearts when you can do it right with food when you can do it right with music it's easier to it's easier to connect with them you don't necessarily even have to speak the same language i mean i've, I've listened to music in other languages not understood a single word um i'm sure you have as well we've tried other dishes from other countries and love them you know i mean it's it's i think it's two of the best modes of being able to bring humankind together that's one and thank you for sharing that because that's awesome um two you figured that part out how did the rest of it come together oh <laughs> you could probably tell by the eye roll that it was a labor of love <laughs> so it was like that's a great idea we should really do something with that <laughs> and then it was like how i don't know you know uh, <laughs> started looking into um, like doing like the blue apron or whatever. I don't know if they have that in your area, but um, kind of like the delivering of ingredients with mm -hmm. the recipe with it. And, we do have them. Um, yeah. Yes. But gosh, there's a lot of red tape around that. And Tons. not to mention, you have to have a lot of capital, <laughs> which I was just like coming up with a random idea in my kitchen. So, <laughs> um, uh, you know, and over about the course of about, maybe six months or so and talking with people, including one of them, you, uh, and some other friends of mine and kind of walk, talking through different ways we could make it work. We finally evolved to where we're at now. So where we can actually deliver something, um, that is going to be really valuable. That's going to be, um, really make it very easy for men to learn how to cook and to be able to cook a really nice meal for a spe that special woman in their life. Um, you know, make it easy for them to navigate the market and find the ingredients um, and without having to deal with all that red tape. So for the guys that may be listening to this, what level of, what level of cooking can they take this to? What, I mean, like there's some guys, obviously we both know chefs. I don't know how much we can help them if at all, but if obviously the guys that don't know how to cook, this is absolutely going to serve. Would this serve somebody that still knows how to cook? I mean, you you yourself are a plethora of recipes. So, I mean, can you share what how 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 much would this be of value to them? Yeah, that's a great question. So, it really, I the way I have designed it is that it can be it would be just as valuable for someone who doesn't know anything about cooking at all and has literally never even touched a knife um, or pan because people don't probably think of knives when it comes to cooking, but that's a big part of it. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah agreed. Yeah, and then all the way up to someone who has done lots of cooking, but is just looking for to develop some, some maybe hone in on some different techniques, uh, learn some new recipes, uh, 
and really be, take their, they take themselves to the next level. So really, it's designed for all men to be able to, to serve all men at all levels of cooking. Do you think, because I'm going to, I know I'm going to get this question. Do you think that women would find this valuable too? I would think yes. I absolutely, <laughs> I absolutely do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have said that to um, some of my business partners regularly is that I'm not saying we don't want women um, as clients. In fact, I think that women would love this. It's just designed for men. But of course, we want everyone who would find it valuable. And and it makes it super easy, step-by-step, just so easy to follow that really anyone can do it. So I'm John Q, John Q. Public, John Doe, whatever you want to call me. <laughs> I, I, I come in and I, I come and get your program. What can I expect to get? That's a great question. So what you can expect to get is a few things. If you... Basically, if you're starting from scratch and you've never done anything, never done anything. We have some, I'm, I'm a blank canvas. What do I do? Perfect. So we have some kits available to help you get the basic utensils you're going to need to okay. get started. Because cooking requires, like I said, knives, pans, cutting boards, you know, right. many other things Okay, right. that we don't think about. Um, so there's some different um, essentials kits is what we call them okay. that you can order. So you'll have all the items you need to get started cooking. You'll also be able to have the videos are step by step. So I take through literally from everything, even from, I mean, I made a video the other day on how to boil pasta. Okay. Nice. Like I said, but I don't, but that's not part of the main video. So again, if you're at a different level, you don't have to watch the video on how to boil pasta. You already know how to boil pasta. Then you can at least follow the rest of the recipe. Um, But for those that don't know, it's literally every single thing you could ever need to know about cooking. So, and including, um, going shopping that can be very scary if you don't go to the market very often and know where to find I was, I was gonna say or know what you're looking for <laughs> exactly or know what it looks like right <clears throat> so right we made it really easy with that there's pictures there's kind of a guide on where in the market what section of the market it'll be in I mean I try to make it different varieties that it might different ways the packaging might look to just make it super super easy so a man can walk in the market and feel confident and go okay I need this section I need to get this from this section this is what it looks like. And you'll just have the guide right with you on your phone. No one, no one's the wiser, right? right. Um, but make it very, very simple. All the way to the table and plating and everything. So, now comes the fun part. For the most part, speaking from a woman's perspective, what does it mean when a man can cook for you? Oh, I think that women don't like it when I say this, but this is what comes to mind. <laughs> so I'll say it. Um, I think that a man, I mean, talk about a panty dropper, right? I mean, if a man can cook for you, and that, by the way, is not my intent with the business, okay? My intent is not to get guys laid, although you probably will get laid. Um, My intent is to build a a strong relationship between a man and a woman. So this, my target market is a man who is maybe, has a woman in his life who is special to him and he wants to do something special for her uh, and build that, and build the relationship to the next level. but it is so, so sexy when a man cooks. It's so, so sexy. And these recipes are so foolproof that you're going to come out with a really good product too. Uh, it's awesome. Which I mean, basically means I have to go and read every recipe in there so I don't cook the ones that you've already done because it's not going to, I got to find something different. Yeah, thanks. Wait. Honestly, <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I always tell people, people don't want to cook for you when you know how to cook, right? So as a, once people oh, know I've been... Stop me. I'll cook for you. You know I will. That's just me. Thank you. I appreciate that. But <laughs> generally speaking, 
people are intimidated because I've gone to cooking school and things like that. Um, so people always say, oh, I, I don't, I don't want to cook for you because I don't know, you know, you're better than me. I'm like, honestly, if I, if you make me a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and a glass of wine that I don't have to do one ounce of work in and I can just sit back and wait for it to show up at the table, I'll be happy as can be. And I think that most women feel that way. They're not used to being um, cooked for. So to have a nice meal that someone else made for them that they put that love and um, time into is really something special. You, you also have, you also have the ones that will sit there and go, well, maybe we can do it together. And that also forces a closer connection between two people. Yeah, I, I agree. Some, some people would just like to sit back and, and yeah, please, if you would. But then there are those as like, can I help? Absolutely. And you'll notice in some of the recipes too, where I actually talk about ways that you guys can do it together. <laughs> great minds, great minds. Great minds all the time. So <laughs> business hasn't launched quite yet but you're really close. Do you, have, close yeah. do you have an idea later this year, first quarter, second quarter, next year? I mean, I know there's still a lot of work that's being done and it, it is definitely a lot of work. Uh, and for those that are listening to this or watching this, um, please know she's taken the absolute entrepreneur's journey because she came up with an idea not knowing how to do it and has learned a lot in the span of about <laughs> a year and a half, two yeah. years. Um, yeah. pulled on a lot of different people um, and yeah we've we've talked to she's found her own supplier she's found her own her own platforms how to host things how to do stuff she's she's been like hard at work you guys so if you're looking at somebody who's in an entrepreneurial space this one right here she's definitely there so what what do you what do you think's an eta or an estimate of time i mean really goal um you know sooner rather than later. I say realistically within 90 days, we should at least have something up that's available. So you're really uh, I, hopefully I'd like to do it closer in 30 to 60 days, but I'd say on the long end 90 days. Okay, cool. Well then that's, that's something that you guys are going to have to keep an eye out for. Um, the business name, which I thought was also cool. You're going to have to tell us how you came up with that one. What's the name of the business? So the name of the business is Impressor. Okay. Spell. Absolutely. And I really believe that it's our job as leaders to be spreading positivity, showing an example uh, for others that we, we don't need to just sit around at home and feel sorry for ourselves. But really what we need to be doing is um, seeing the situation for what it is and taking advantage of the blessings that are available to us during the situation, as opposed to letting those pass us by while we're sitting around feeling sorry for ourselves. It's really our job as leaders to be at the forefront of that and, sh and sharing positivity and teach and leading the way for others to do the same. Giving the encouragement, giving out the, the, the encouraging words, to telling people that it's, it's going to be all right, because it will, it, it, you know, exactly. there are going to be some losses. That's the sad part, I get it. And, and it really is very hurtful to even think that anybody's going to lose someone to, a, to an enemy we see, you know. I know. And, and it, I will say though, it's a nice thing to see in some cases, communities are actually coming together, even though they're practicing physical distancing. Ah, some I wanted to bring up. For those of you that have been listening to this podcast, you know, I've harped on this a little bit. We do not do social distancing. We do physical distancing. If we are social distancing, we're not even talking to each other. That would mm. be. We come together on live stream apps. We come together on interviews like this so that we can socially interact. 
do we have to be in each other's presence? No, Jessica's in California, I'm in Nevada. My, my, my interaction on Friday is gonna be with somebody who's halfway around the world. We should be keeping up with each other and talking Absolutely. and socializing and having our gatherings, even though it'd be virtual. Now, yeah, it sucks we can't give each other hugs and mm -hmm. stuff like that, we'd love to, but this is still, it's physical distancing, not social distancing. And while we're practicing the physical part of it, as Jessica just said, we as leaders should be sending out encouragement. We should be helping other people see that there are other blessings and opportunities. Um, Gary Vee, harping again on gratitude. Love that he does that. Um, I love Gary Vee so much. Yeah, he, he comes up with some great stuff. He really does. This morning, our training um, with our uh, technology company, the main guy in that company, said the same thing. You know what? You really want to see some things happen? Practice gratitude. And I, I, I literally, when I used to be a youth counselor for our church, it's one of the first things I used to sit down and go, when was the last time you actually sat down and said thank you? Oh, I did this morning. Okay. What did you say thank you for? It's about this much. I said, okay. So when you go home today, sit down, pull the salt and shake, salt shaker and the pepper shaker, put it in front of you and start with those. Of course, I get a, I get a wide range of confused looks. <laughs> I mean, I'm grateful for salt. I love salt. I'm specifically grateful for salt and pepper. How would I be in business? <laughs> exactly. What's the other one? Um, what was that movie? Uh, Nick Nolte was in it. He was, oh my gosh. He was the king. Hail to the king. That's the title. If you've never seen it, it's a, it's a deal where... Um, a Caucasian got picked up by a, a native, a native tribe. And eventually he became uh, the, the chief of the tribe and they had some conflicts with the English. Uh, and eventually one of the things that he said was, I want passage for my people to the ocean so they, they can get salt. Cause what's life without a little salt. And I mean, I, I have a salty tooth, not a sweet tooth. So you're preaching to the choir here. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's just, it, it's necessary for a lot of things. So, you know, I know it contributes to high blood pressure and all the, all the, I mean, but, you know, you know, I mean, you know. <laughs> closet diabetic, maybe, you never know. I mean, sugar <laughs> you know, is addictive, okay? It, so well, better to be a saltaholic than a sugarholic. Just about that. <laughs> well, who was it? I saw, I saw, I saw a good one today, uh, well, yesterday, yesterday, two days ago, somebody put, put up a meme, said, I put a, I put two beers in my bedroom, in my bathroom, in my kitchen. I'm going bar hopping tonight. <laughs> There's been some really clever ones. There was one that like named every um, room in their house like different, like chateau living <laughs> That had to be awesome. Did you find that one? Send that. Where should I go for my outing today? <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. I'm going to Bedroom Canyon. I'm going to do some exploring. <laughs> Somewhere on the back of my bed, I know there's things missing, so maybe I'll go clean. <laughs> Yeah, there's been a lot of positivity, and it's and you know it's been tough to um, even uh, someone who really keeps a very positive attitude. Um, it's really you know there's this is a time when we really have to make a very conscious effort in order to do so because there's a lot of negativity out there. But I'll tell you what, there's a lot of beauty too. There's just so much beauty to see in this as well. Um, right. You know, see some of these funny things that people are coming up with. To see, I mean. Uh, I live in a place where it's pretty um, rural, mm -hmm. so I can still go out and walk my dogs and be, you know, I, even without social distancing or physical distancing, mm -hmm. um, I, I, I'm still probably not going to get within 20 feet of anybody. Right. Um, but when I see the families out there walking together and taking that time together, 
um, it's just, I like, it's just so beautiful to see these families that probably rarely even have that time together on a regular basis, having so much time to spend together and to, Mom and dad working two jobs, the kids having to come home and exactly right. Yeah, and you see the whole family. It's two, it's it's mom, dad, it's three kids, it's the dogs. Yeah. They're all walking together and spending that time together. And it's just, you know, you talked about gratitude. Um, it's just so just remember to just take those moments and really just savor them so much because there's so much negativity. And just reminding myself that when I see those things, just really take it in and feel it and think about that for a minute. I I think most and, and I I'm hoping and and probably so that those families i know mom and dad's probably going back to the house going that was actually really neat that was really good the kids may not understand it as well yet they, they're probably just happy that mom and dad are home later on in life they're going to be able to look back and go it took a catastrophe to bring our family together hopefully that never has to be in the future and that's kind of again us being the leaders <clears throat> in the communities that we're in sharing that kind of information. I saw a family walking and I've never seen a family happier. You know, whether you know them or not is irrelevant. If they have yep. the person that you're sharing it with, those seeds grow when you plant yep. that in the back of someone's mind and they eventually look up and they go, I'm gonna go take a walk. I literally, I took mom outside today. We didn't go far from the door because mom doesn't walk that much, but she got outside, she smelled the rosemary, got to tap on the window for a next door neighbor who has a white cat that seems to be unafraid of humans and <laughs> got some vitamin D, got some sunlight, enjoyed it and walked back inside. And then she went and takes her, her, you know, her normal nap. These are things that, that we should all be doing anyway. Like you said, you know, being physically isolated in some cases. Um, oh, that was another bad one that I saw. Why doesn't anybody in Antarctica have COVID? Because <laughs> no one lives there. <laughs> Because they're isolated. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I saw a really funny one today. What'd you see? It said, "It said kids born uh, in the in in a year or something are going to be referred to as children of the core." <laughs> <laughs> oh, corn, oh. corn. That's what it was. Corn. <laughs> <laughs> You find that one again, send that one to me. I'll, I'll take those all day. I will. I know exactly who posted it. I'll That's so, oh my God. I got a guy by the name of Sylvania Harrod. He posts all of that kind of stuff. Um, what was the one he shared with me last time? It was a, it was a airline, airline pricing has gotten so good. I got Bible study in Tel Aviv next week. <laughs> Said that to a couple of my friends, and the first thing that came back, as a Catholic, I, I, I enjoy this. This is good. Thank you. <laughs> okay. oh, that's you awesome. Call, you know, hey, stop by. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, anyway, cool. So, wow. This is, this is good. We we're actually over the 40-minute mark, so that's perfect. Thank you very much. Um, do you have any do you have any thoughts or any last last words that you would offer to anybody not just cuz I get entrepreneurs but anybody that comes to listen anything that you can give as advice um, to somebody that's looking at today and wondering what tomorrow is going to bring Yeah I think uh, you touched on it and it's a big part of my life too is just uh, just remembering to be grateful you know gratitude is the biggest part of my life it's important to me and every day I start my morning with thinking of 10 what's saying out loud 10 things I'm grateful for mm -hmm. and even 
five of those that have happened in the last day so that it's not just big concepts, but it's literally like what's happened to me recently that I'm grateful for. And I try to make those, honestly, if something happened to me that if someone pissed me off or someone was mean or rude, I try to make that something that I'm grateful for and find the, the positive and, the, and what I can learn from it. Um, so I'd say definitely being grateful is the biggest part of being an entrepreneur. Yeah. It's a big part of being a human. Um, and it's the biggest part of getting through this tough time. The other thing I would just say is just remember that we're all humans and we're in this together. Um, you know, be nice to each other. When you see someone on the street or if you see a neighbor through your window, say hi, give them a smile. That's the biggest thing. You know, I can't, and people at the market, honestly, people are treating each other like they're the enemy and we're all in this together and we're all humans. And if we can just be human and love on each other, that's what's going to get us all through this. So. I totally absolutely agree thank you for sharing that um thank you for sharing some time with us here java chat uh ladies and gentlemen once again for those of you listening and watching this is java chat i am coffee with mike who is not coffeeless <laughs> <laughs> sitting here with my good friend jessica prunk from impressor um keep an eye out it's going to come out soon and when you guys do for those guys that want to learn some really good techniques and some good recipes this is who you're going to want to learn it from I've had the pleasure of knowing Jessica for probably about, now we're in our third or fourth year of knowing each other now. Yeah. So, and um, she's a solid human. I, I, I can honestly say without reserve, she is a solid human. She knows her stuff. She loves to help. Um, and she's got, a, she's got a really good heart in her. So thank you again for sharing some thank time. Thank you. I appreciate you. I love you. I love you too. For everybody else, you guys know I love you too. So... Stay present, stay up, keep with each other, support each other, and uh, talk to you guys soon. Ciao for now. What's the name of the business? So the name of the business is Impressor. Okay, spell? <laughs> like Impress-O-R, so I-M-P-R-E-S-S-O-R. Nice. Yes. It, it implies a lot um, of cool stuff. Yes, it does. So it was an evolution. It started as Impress Her. Uh-huh. Um, and I don't know, I went back and forth with several of my business coaches on that and kind of writing it out and seeing how it looked. And um, and I just, I don't know, one day I was on, my, on a run and my runs are kind of where I do my thinking. Yep. It just occurred to me like it needs to be Impress Her because being an oppressor is a state of being. Um, it's, it's, it's literally comes from the inside. It's not just about her, it's about you being a, a man who wants to do things like that and, be, and, and embody that person. Yeah, it's not a one-time shot. You're, you're, no, literally, you're literally offering not just a system, but a change in lifestyle, honestly. Right. Yeah. Um, one of the things that had hit my mind when you first came up with that was the impressor and the impressee, you know, who's who and what's the role of each and being an impressor kind of basically says you're the one responsible and mm -hmm. to be the responsible human, whether male or female, doesn't matter, but to be the yep. impressor leaves, it's not about control either. It's about responsibility and taking care, caring. Mm -hmm sharing that love giving the love out the way and we've talked about this numerous times being present being loved and all of that kind of stuff and that name to me implies yeah you're going to be present 
because you're doing and, and you're doing something awesome for somebody else and you're sharing your love because why else would you do this? That's right. That's exactly right. Why else would you go through all the trouble? <laughs> right, yeah, and, and for, for all for all intents and purposes, it never is at that point if it's if it's really being done as an impressor. So that, exactly. that completely made sense. That's freaking cool. So impressors up. Trying to think, what was the other question I had for you? Or a impressor will be up within the next 90 days. That's only a quarter. That's very close. Yeah, I'm really close to, I just have to, it's literally, I have all the pieces and I just have to put them, fit them together. So I'm very close. Yep. Okay, cool. So, um, I'm going to kind of shift uh, gears here. Um, you're in an area that's under a little more restriction because of the, the COVID-19 situation that's going on worldwide. Um, you're not like absolutely locked down, but very, very well encouraged to stay home. Well, we actually are. The California governor has uh, put an order in place week before last, I guess it was Thursday before last that we are ordered to stay home. Okay. So do you think that's helped or has that hindered or what, what is, what has, has hit, let's put it this way. Has anything in your routine changed? Oh my God. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so definitely my routine has changed. Um, you know, just remembering to get up and move is a big part of that because I could just sit at my desk and work for hours and hours and hours and not realize the whole day is gone by. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, to answer your first question, but I think you were going to ask, if you were also asking how that's affected the business. Has it affected the business? If so, how? Has it helped? Has it hurt? Has it hindered? Has it excelled? What, you know, what are you working through right now with all of this? Because you are literally told stay at home. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's had some challenges and it's had some benefits. Um, as far as challenges, I always like to end on a good note. <laughs> um, as far as challenges go, uh, you know, I, the markets don't have a lot of things. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So when I'm working through my recipes and doing my videos, I, you know, I've had to be a little bit creative. One mm -hmm. of the videos, which I won't say which one, called for ground beef, and I may have used ground bison, and <laughs> no one will know the difference in the video, but, you know, it looks the same. It serves the same purpose. It acts the same. Yeah, the only, uh, only bummer is I wasn't there to have any, so I get it. You know, turns out <laughs> that ground bison tastes exactly like ground beef. And ground beef and it actually tastes like a really good version of ground beef yeah um but i didn't know it might have been like totally gamey i had no idea um so there's been some challenges in that and trying to find the ingredients and figure out what recipes i can do um while this is happening um so that i'm not getting behind um but also uh it's been really a blessing yeah. I mean, I shouldn't say that. I don't want to negate the fact that people are dying. I don't want to say, say that people are dying is a blessing. That's, yeah. I mean, the, having the time at home to slow down because, as you know, and as many who know me know, I'm always moving, moving, moving. I'm going, 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 like literally seven days a week, 24 hours a day. And I, I, I move until I lay down in bed, crash out, wake up, and then I'm back to moving again. Yep. Um, so I've had a lot of downtime because I can't be moving all the time. I only have, I mean, I move from my dining room to the kitchen to the living room to Sounds the bedroom like to the patio. <laughs> lots of movement um 
So uh, it's giving me more time, a few things. One of the things that I was missing out on because I was moving so much is that quiet time to yourself to think. Right. And as an entrepreneur, really as any human, but specifically as an entrepreneur, it's so important to have that downtime mm -hmm. to think. Yep. Because that's where you can really get through some of those challenges. Mm -hmm. I've had a lot of time for that, which has been really eye-opening. Mm -hmm. I've been able to help me get through some obstacles very quickly, which I had been kind of lingering on for months. Nice. Um, it's also allowed me just the time to be dedicated to this. So I have a lot more time to just sit and work on this versus, again, being on the move. So in those ways, it's been actually helpful for the business Absolutely. and helped me to get things moving more quickly. Cool. Cool. And yeah, when, when we talk about this stuff, guys, folks that are listening and watching, please, please note, there's a lot of good that's going on in the midst of all the craziness that is not. And the reason that we do these interviews is to share with you the stuff that you're not seeing. This is a business that's moving forward, even in the midst of the crisis that we're experiencing. And it's, and again, like she said, it's not to negate the seriousness of what's going on. It's very serious. Obviously she's in lockdown. I'm in lockdown now. You know, we're, we're looking at a, a country that's trying to flatten the curve so that we don't lose as many people as they say we're going to lose. Is that something in, the, in, our, in our minds? Yes. Is it at the forefront? No, we're choosing to move things forward and try to get things cared for, caring for our own mental health, as you heard, taking a moment to think, taking a moment to, to take a break. Um, even for me, I'm, I'm like, I'm just like Jessica, I'll sit here and just go, go, go. My, my business partner is over there. Same story. We'll just go, you know, and we'll forget to take a break. I, I literally will like get up and leave and go to the store just so that I can do that. Um, we have our own, we have our own time that we need for us. And a lot of the entrepreneurials, they forget that stuff. They forget that, you know, you need sleep. You got at least, at least six hours. <laughs> yeah, right? It was like, we, both, both Chris and I, Chris has been here for, for a little bit. And both Chris and I, I mean, he stays up later than I do, but I'll go to bed at two in the morning, not realizing it's two in the morning. He'll go to bed at three or four. And then I'm back up by eight in the morning, seven in the morning. Um, Friday, I got to be up for seven o'clock because I have an interview with somebody in Serbia. And they're going to be in their afternoon by the time I get on that. So it's like, this is us sharing with you, our listeners and our viewers, the good that's happening, the good that can happen, and how it is that we're all trying to cope with this and give you some hope to say, hey, we're going to get through. And, I, and that's the last one, two, three, four, four or five interviews, Jessica, is, has been based on how are we leading through this pandemic? And you just shared your way of leading through it. It's not sitting back and being... Um, being depressed or, or feeling oppressed because of the situation that we have, but surging forward even in the midst of it and learning more about you, learning more about what you can do and what you can accomplish. And hopefully this is showing everybody else that, yeah, you know, I'm home. I may not have a, a JLB at this point in time, but that doesn't mean that this is done. It doesn't mean that it's over. There's still good things happening. There's still hope. There's still good stuff going on, if that makes sense. Absolutely. And I really believe that it's our job as leaders 